630 Chad Inside Sports with Reed Wilkins. Weekdays at 6 on 630 Chad. one off the rare play chart in the Monday nighter. So Washington scored a touchdown with 56 seconds left in the second quarter to go up 9-7. The Seahawks blocked the kick on the conversion attempt and Rasheem Green ran it all the way back for the rare defensive convert. You get two points for that. So it's 9-9 Seattle and Washington now with 32 seconds left in the first half. No score. Penguins and Flames, five minutes left in the first period. Canucks leading the Canadians 2-1 after two. About partway through the third, about eight minutes in, Coyotes leading the Jets 1-0. The shots are 40-14 to for the Jets, but the Coyotes lead the game 1-0. And Seattle up 6-3 at Buffalo. Edmontonian Jake DeBrusque has requested a trade away from the Boston Bruins. So we'll follow that story. And the Oilers will host Crosby and the Penguins. McDavid and Crosby head-to-head Wednesday night, 6 o'clock face-off show, game at 8, right here on 630 Chet. It's, of course, it's also televised by Sportsnet. And the host of those excellent productions is Gene Principe, who checks in now. Gene, my man, how are you doing? I'm doing great. I, I, I just want to quickly say, Reed, I was listening uh, to the show and I heard the James H. Brown and Associates by, by Jack, uh, like voicing it. And I'm thinking somehow they have to, in in their ad, if they can, because Jack has that in overtime. You know, I can't do it like he does. But they should say they're willing to work overtime. Anyways. Oh, just, that's, you know, that's pretty clever. Well, I don't know if it's clever, but I just think it, it uses Jack's, you know, uh, energy and call and anyways you can get jack on next time and he can probably forward the story a bit more we could figure it out some way how are you how are you doing buddy it's great i I know we see each other at the rink all the time but it's nice to have you uh, back on the program things good yeah yeah things are good it was nice to see at the rink and uh you know always uh after kind of a quiet uh uh start to the season travel wise it's kind of picked up recently with like you know you're gone a bit then back and then gone again so uh, always nice to to be home and 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 you know be around the media and of course be around your family uh even though they notice less and less that you're away but that's the part of getting old i remember the old days used to come running to the door and now they don't even open the door to their room when you show up but that's okay i think they still love me so that's fine just different ways of showing it well i know we've talked about that in the past your travel schedule and uh you know, having a family and, and obviously yeah. your your wife is now on city council, which is very cool. So I think she's the more famous principe, certainly the more, uh, she'll have more influence on our day-to-day lives. Way but more. She better than, than I, hopefully more than I do. And hopefully I'm sure it'll be in a good way. Like are, are your kids, uh, and you'll have to forgive me. I can't remember all their ages, but obviously they're, uh, they're, they're getting older. Are they Oilers fans? Do they like to talk to dad about, hockey or is that just they've they've moved on from that <laughs> uh you know what mine they're, they're 18 20 22 uh you know interesting my daughter who's 20 is probably the biggest oiler fan of of the three uh my my son older son uh he's into it but kind of more casually but like i don't know what percentage of fans as the season wears on and then i remember when they were in the playoffs in 2017 he called me in a panic you need to get me a Connor mcdavid jersey i'm like sorry who is this you know like <laughs> 
<laughs> but he, he was caught up like fans get caught up and he would go to those viewing parties where my daughter's more kind of consistent fan. Uh, and then my youngest, I know, uh, he, he's pretty good. Like he knows names and stuff like that, but not really into, into watching it or, or for that matter, really watching me, you know, those, Hey, how'd the night go? You know, they don't know if I, no matter what I did there, some of them, they don't really know what I did just that I was there working. Right. Okay. I got to ask you about something. You yeah. did do something pretty cool today at work and we'll get to that, but I got to ask you something else. And usually I would I would not ask you this because I'm like whatever he can do what he wants and that's a thing. But I see people uh, tweeting about it obviously, and even yeah. a couple of my buddies have said like what's what's going on. Yeah. So I'll just ask you the way I have been asked, and I hope you don't take <laughs> any offense to it. Uh, what's the deal with Gene Principe's hair? It's <laughs> a great way to put it. Uh, yeah, I I don't know. Um, I so this started actually years ago, Jack. One year, said, so let's just kind of, I'm just going to grow my hair out all year. I'm like, yeah, that's a good idea. I mean, that's the way I wore it in the 80s anyways, into the 90s. And so we did, or I did. And uh, and now I've continued. And, and i got to be honest, Sportsnet's always, you know, would send me a, a note saying, hey, you know, time for a haircut. So it got so bad that I actually sent them a note saying, hey, is my hair okay? Like, And, and one of the ladies who kind of handles the look, of the network said, well, I've heard it mentioned, but nobody said anything about cutting it. And then I was in Toronto in studio just last week and saw some of my bosses and nobody said a thing. And so I, you know, I, I think they've kind of grown accustomed to it, pardon the fun. Um, And so, but I got to do something with it at some point. Um, And I must admit, even though my buddies are all saying I'm a D-list celebrity, which varies uh, depending on how my opening goes. Um, I, I almost want to try, and again, to verify that I'm no big wheel or anything, but um, I have a, maybe an opportunity to raise some money to cut my hair, only because of social media. It's not really my hair that's doing this. It, it, it's social media because people see it, they tweet stuff. And, uh, you know, Dwayne Mandruzic was hilarious on the weekend saying, I look like a young Albert Einstein, which I thought was great. Uh, so I don't know. i got to kind of see here. I, do, I don't want to overvalue my... my uh, I'm going to use the term celebrity in quotes. Uh, but if I could raise a little bit of money, you know, uh, I, I'd be willing to do it. So I, I, I'm kind of going to see here. I was thinking of maybe trying to do something before the Olympic break, which would give me some time to, to grow it back. So that's a long answer to my long hair. Uh, but why I actually have not cut it, as my friends often ask me, I don't have an answer. Oh, fair enough. No, that's yeah. that's honesty. We appreciate that. Yeah. Well, I, I think you always look great, obviously, so that's good. <laughs> Gene Principe joining us on Inside Sports. All right, so today, now I know, uh, the, I, I think the full thing is going to air going into the game uh, Wednesday, but did, did you have a chance to sit down with Connor McDavid yeah. today? Yeah, yeah, it was kind of nice, you know. Um, we, we just don't do that anymore, haven't done that for quite a long time, and uh you know, because of everything that's gone on, we, we really don't make those requests that often. Uh, for that matter, it's been a couple of years. So with the big matchup coming up, and of course, they haven't played each other now for a while, um, thought, yeah, let's, let's sit them down. The Oilers PR staff was, was very accommodating, as was Connor. And uh, yeah, it was great to talk to him about, um, you know, Crosby and, and him being a role model and, he did a great job breaking down kind of the way Sydney plays, the way he plays. We talked about the golden goal. 
uh, where he was, uh, about where he's going to be likely, uh, you know, in February and he'll be alongside Crosby. And it was really great. Like it was, it, first of all, it was nice to just do that to start with. And, and Connor was fantastic. I will say, uh, I think his, his development as a player is off the charts and his continued sort of development and effort, uh, with the media is, is growing all the time. And I thought today was a great example of, of that, you know, he was just so just, yeah, just kind of straightforward, honest, couple of laughs talking about, you know, he was so excited to take a first face off against Sydney and Sydney snapped it back and he had no chance and he chuckled like, <laughs> It was really good. Yeah, it was it was nice because we don't really get that opportunity anymore and it's very, you know, distant. They're at a podium, we're twenty five feet back or whatever it is. Uh in the room, as you know, Reed, you'd often get a little uh time or moments where you could actually, you know, sit next to a guy and, and talk to them, whether it was, you know, uh officially for your radio show or for pregame or whether it was just to chat with them about something. But we, you know, those moments don't happen anymore. So today was kind of nice to have that chance with Connor. Well, and and Dave Tippett made a really good point about the trajectories for Crosby and McDavid, and he he talked about how they they're obviously awesome players, but that there are things that have happened to them and things that they have to deal with that only the other one would understand because they've yeah. been famous since they were teenagers. Yeah, right. And, and there's a certain. Uh, you, you got to grow up pretty fast. And, and as we know, and, you know, sometimes I say it and listeners will say, man, like sometimes Connor says nothing. And I'm like, yeah, I get it. I get it. Sometimes I wish he opened up a little more, but I do think he does more than he did in, in the past. But also, um, you know, we've had a lot of guys who were great interviews and, and on the team now. Uh, who will say something? But I mean, if 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 Devin Shore has a strong opinion on something, it's not going to blow up like it might if if Connor McDavid had a strong opinion on something, right? Yeah, and I I look at you know I I look at the house warming video, whatever you want to call it, that he did, um, or that came out last week with his girlfriend uh, Lauren, and I thought to me that's I mean that's pretty open, and that's giving someone a real look into your life, and that's why I was so disappointed with some people and their reactions and responses. And I thought that was just an extension. Uh, you know, we were talking about this today. I don't think Sidney Crosby's ever shown his house off to people. He may have, and I missed it. Could be. But I, I think that's the continuation of his feeling comfortable uh, about uh, not just talking about it, about his life. And I think that uh, Lauren, who I, I certainly, you know, I don't want to make it seem like I know her really well, but the few times I've met her, she's, she's quite friendly and engaging and, and personable and talkative and, I think that that's kind of, you know, kind of rubbing off on Connor. And I just thought that was great that, that he did that, you know, and, and, and showed people something that he didn't need to show. Um, and so I was uh, happy that he did it. And uh, I, I, I hope that it, uh, you know, that some of the stuff sometimes that you hear and read wouldn't, doesn't hold them back from, you know, the further progress. It's, you know, people want to know a lot about him because, Listen, people think he's a wonderful player and they like to get to know the person. So if he's able to give us some insight, some behind-the-scenes stuff, I thought that was just a, a real step forward. I mean, listen, the guy's going to be an excellent <laughs> superstar player for a long time, knock on wood. So it's nice when he gives us uh, uh, just a, a little bit of a look at what life is like when he walks out of Rogers' place. 
Gene, uh, I guess I'll have to watch that online because I'll be on air probably while it's airing, but I'm sure it's outstanding. And I appreciate you hopping on the show tonight. I've kept you 20 seconds longer than I uh, I said I would. So I, I guess I owe you a lock of my hair. I don't know. <laughs> no, no problem. I mean, I'm, I'm happy to do it, and uh, I hope that I can do something, uh, you know, with this hair at some point. That's awesome, man. Really appreciate it. Enjoy the rest of your evening. Take care, pal. Well done. He is the best. That is Gene Principe from Sportsnet joining us. Uh, he's a celebrity. I consider Gene. I, I think he's just an all-around great guy, great broadcaster, uh, great human being. Used to send him my demo tapes when I was working in Lloyd Minster, and he always gave me some great feedback. It is 7.45. Uh, I want to get to a couple other uh, clips today from Dave Tippett talking about the Edmonton Oilers. You have time to give me a phone call if you are so inclined, 780-496-0063. It's Inside Sports on Chet. shift so I think we were both pretty tired um, but just kind of trying to figure out where he is and gain body position and kind of make the first contact so then you know you know where the player is when you're on a, a break and then kind of create a little bit of separation I guess um, and you just you don't really think about it just kind of uh, in, instinct and natural so just yeah just feel where he is and then create some space and try to get a shot off. That is Zach Hyman talking about that goal he scored Saturday night against the Vegas Golden Knights. That was a beauty, holding off Mark Stone at the end of that long shift. And I asked him, like, what are you, what are you thinking when you're going down the ice? Are you, are you trying to kind of predict where he's going to come from or, or, or shield him off? So I liked how he put that. He said he wanted to make contact first so he knew where Stone was. Really nice play by Zach Hyman. Okay, some other uh, storylines I want to touch on here for the Edmonton Oilers. Gene and I were talking about the uh, the career paths for Connor McDavid and Sidney Crosby, uh, famous hockey players, Canadian hockey players since they were teenagers, generational players, first overall picks. Uh, Crosby led his team uh, out of a bad spot to win Stanley Cups. McDavid is trying to do the same here in Edmonton. Dave Tippett talked about those two players. If you look at the way they've come up is very similar because they're great players. That goes without saying. Dominant players in their own right. But the atmosphere and the aura around them is something that they have to manage. They manage every day. And Sid has learned to do that from a young player, and I think Connor's learned to do that. The maturity as they come in and deal with situations, deal with expectations, deal with media, deal with outside pressures, are all real for those players, and they're diff- it's different from other players. Like let's not be, let's not sugarcoat that. It's very different, and it's how they handle it, how they prepare. Like the one thing that's always been said about Sid is he's a true pro. He prepares right, off season, in season, health wise, fitness wise, thinking wise, always trying to get better. He prepares right. You could say those exact same things about Connor. Yeah, interesting stuff there from from Dave Tippett. And 
Yeah, again, I think two players who uh, in, in unique positions and perhaps uh, very few, even NHL players and, and even, you know, Canadian players are ones who play in markets with uh, with rabid fan bases and with a lot of media coverage. It's, it's another level, I think, for McDavid and Crosby and some things that they've had to deal with uh, along the way that, that I think only they would understand. And they both handle it pretty well i mean they, they want to do it they want the responsibility they uh they want the success so uh they're willing to to uh, deal with all the other stuff because it means that much to them to to excel on the ice now again i know crosby has had more uh more team success than mcdavid to this point mcdavid seeing if he can take the oilers there this season pretty good start so far at 15 and 5 and the oilers depth is improved it, it is improved i i know it's still a lot of McDavid and Dreisaitl driving the bus, but neither guy got a point on uh, Saturday against the Golden Knights, and we're seeing some other players starting to assert themselves a little bit more, and a couple of them on uh, a relatively newly formed third line, and we'll see how long it stays together, but it's been Warren Fogle with uh, Jesse Pugliarvi and Ryan McLeod, and Tippett discussed today about uh, putting Pugliarvi and McLeod on the same line. I talked to Jesse. You know what? Jesse's a really good player. He's an upper echelon player. He's not a young player anymore. He's coming into, but he can drive. Like we talk about McDavid driving his own line. We talk about dry saddle driving his own line. Jesse can drive a line. And the way Max playing right now, and I talked to Jesse about this, is take some leadership role and see if we can drive a third line. See if we can get a, a more balance to it. And I love the way Jesse played the other night. He played fast. He went to the net. Created, you know, we had a nice goal on a breakaway, but it was more than that. The, the the line was a factor in the game. So Jesse's not just a compliment player, he's a driver. And everything that we do stats wise backs that up. So why not try to use him more as a driver rather than a compliment player? And that's what we're trying. Whether it stays that way, we'll see. You know, maybe somebody else steps into the driver's seat of that line. That happens, right? But but right now, we're trying to find that balance. All right. So uh, there you go. A little bit from Dave Tippett after practice today. As, as he said earlier, you know, Keith, day-to-day, nurse getting the finger looked at. Uh, so probably of all the injured guys, nurse and Keith, the closest to returning. Maybe Devin Shore gets on the ice next week. And uh, then we go from there. This week, the Oilers have the, the Wednesday game against Pittsburgh, go to Seattle, on Friday, and then a six-game homestand starts against the Los Angeles Kings. That's going to be on Sunday night. As for Monday night, Monday night football, now 90 seconds into the third quarter, Seahawks and WFT tied 9-9. On the ice, after the first period, the Penguins scoreless against the Calgary Flames. The Canucks trying to hang on against the Canadians. It is 2-1 for Vancouver with six minutes to go. The... Jets are trying to steal, or pardon me, the Coyotes are trying to steal one against the Jets. It's one nothing Arizona in the final 30 seconds. The shots are 46-15. 46-15 for uh, Winnipeg. Vizmelka in the goal for the Coyotes. So uh, he's having a heck of a night. We'll see if he can conclude the shutout in that one. And Seattle gets a 7-4 win in Buffalo. Don't forget, Bob Stoffer has Oilers now from noon to 2 tomorrow. Mac T and Rudy will join me tomorrow night on Inside Sports between 6 and 8. Thanks to Dave Campbell, the producer of the show. Kellen Kennedy is your studio producer. My name's Reed. Take care, folks. 630 Chad Inside Sports with Reed Wilkins. Weekdays at 6 on 630 Chad.
For most of us, crime is something we see on the news. We never think it could happen to us until it does. Loved ones are gone, and for the survivors, the scars will never heal. I'm Nancy Hickst, a senior crime reporter for Global News. And on this season of Crime Beat, I'll take you inside some of the most serious crime stories I've covered. Season six of Crime Beat is available now on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, and all podcast platforms.